This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. If you're constantly on the hunt for a good deal, then you need Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cashback really adds up. Heading off disaster in Florida. Trying to prevent a real catastrophic flood situation. Airports jammed for Easter. Flight to L.A. was packed. And uh, I felt kind of weird. Prisoners revolt in St. Louis. About 16 inmates on the third floor reached their cell door. Good morning. I'm Deborah Rodriguez with the CBS World News Roundup. Officials near Tampa Bay are trying to prevent severe flooding from a giant reservoir surrounded by radioactive material. Correspondent Janet Shamlian is in Palmetto, Florida. Officials say the pond and an old fertilizer manufacturing plant holds 480 million gallons of polluted water. A mix of salt water, storm runoff, and acidic water containing phosphorus and nitrogen. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis denied reports it's radioactive. The water meets water quality standards for marine waters, with the exception primarily of, of the phosphorus and the nitrogen. Even without flooding, the controlled flow is pumping potentially dangerous water into the bay. Ed Sherwood, who runs a local estuary program, is worried about the impact. For the past 20 years, we've been uh, trying to get attention to final closure for this facility. I think this just raises the bar. Sherwood says the nitrogen and phosphorus concentrations could fuel more algae blooms, which can kill off fish and other wildlife. A jail and more than 300 homes were evacuated Friday. Americans were on the move over Easter weekend. More people traveled by air than at any point since the pandemic began. CBS's Earl Barnett is at Newark Liberty International. Kathy Anderson reunited with her daughter for the first time in a year. I love you too. Anderson is one of the millions of Americans who returned to the skies this weekend, shattering pandemic travel records. Increased demand prompted Delta Airlines to temporarily open up middle seats, and Americans' domestic bookings are at 90% of pre-pandemic levels. 
it just seems like all of a sudden it's a rush. Larry Pettis says he felt more comfortable flying because he'd been fully vaccinated. For vaccinated people, it's reasonably safe to do this. But among unvaccinated people, it is not yet. Dr. Ashish Jha says decreased testing, relaxation of public health measures, and new variants are now contributing to the spread of COVID in several states. It really is a race right now between these variants that have become widespread and are spreading much more effectively and quickly and how many people we can protect through vaccine. Chaos at a jail in St. Louis. Officials say at least 60 inmates broke out of their cells, smashed windows and set fires. Streets are closed off and police in riot gear are on the scene. Sheriff Vernon Betts says he guesses he's in charge. I tried to get them to stand down and if they would stand down, they would personally see me in the morning to help with whatever situation. But they decided that they don't want to stand down. The inmates are demanding hearing dates in criminal court. Derek Chauvin's murder trial begins its second week today. Correspondent Jamie Ucas is in Minneapolis, where churchgoers gathered near the site where George Floyd died. Pastor Curtis Farah honored Floyd during his Easter service. It is going to take the power of God to get racism out of our human nature. Julie Jefferson reflected on Floyd's death after the service. It's hard to understand how one human being could do that to another human being for us that goes to this church no matter what they change around here you're going to always remember that moment as the Derek Chauvin trial hangs over Minneapolis Jefferson says the testimony has been too painful to watch I have two sons you know they're grown and married now and I look at that as if that could have been them. A political showdown is growing over Major League Baseball's decision to move this year's All-Star game out of Georgia because of a Republican-led effort to change voting laws. Atlanta's Democratic Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms tells CBS News. I respect the decision. I understand the decision. But I don't like the fact that we have been put in this position by our state legislature and our governor. Delta and Coca-Cola have both criticized the new law. CBS News has learned the name of the Capitol Police officer injured when a driver slammed into a barricade Friday afternoon. (laughs) Officer Ken Shaver cheered on as he left George Washington University Hospital Saturday. Another officer was killed in the attack. The military has closed a one-secret prison unit at Guantanamo Bay. U.S. Southern Command says about a dozen prisoners have been moved to an adjacent unit after Camp 7 fell into disrepair. Israel's embattled leader is back in court. Protesters heckled Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu as he entered the courthouse for a new phase of his corruption trial. He has pleaded innocent to charges of bribery and fraud. The trial resumes two weeks after another inconclusive Israeli election as political parties decide whether Netanyahu can remain in power. Robert Berger, CBS News, Jerusalem. Jordan may be a kingdom divided. King Abdullah's younger half-brother, Prince Hamza, denies claims of a failed coup attempt. In a video obtained by the New York Times, he says he's being punished unfairly. My security has been removed. The internet and phone lines have been cut. This is 
my last form of communication, uh, satellite internet. Hamza's mother, American-born Queen Noor, issued a statement saying her son is the victim of, quote, wicked slander. Top prize at last night's SAG Awards goes to... These rebels without a job. They're a threat to national security. The trial of the Chicago 7. Frank Langella played the judge. Reverend King was right. We need leaders to guide us toward hating each other less. The late Chadwick Boseman won Best Actor for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. His widow, Simone, accepted. Thank you, Screen Actors. Thank you, Chad. Thank you. On the TV side, Schitt's Creek and The Crown took top prizes. The long drought is over for Stanford women. Two seconds, McDonald traps, heaves! The Cardinals are national champions in women's basketball for the first time in 29 years. Haley Jones scored 17 points as Stanford held off Arizona 54-53. Stanford women spent the entire year on the road because of local COVID restrictions. Designers are working overtime as more people get vaccinated and more companies switch to hybrid work models. Mina Krenick, architect at Perkins and Will. We did our New York office to be very conscious of touchless sinks, soap dispensers, and creating meeting spaces that were gracious in, in relation to spacing. Safety, including the lunchroom, is one concern. Individually wrapped snacks are going to be our friend. Keeping the hybrid experience equitable is another. We want to create conference rooms that allow for the right type of lighting, the right kind of speaker system so that the people that aren't there, their voices hear heard clearly. And sold at auction for $715,000. The baseball bat Lou Gehrig used in his final full season in 1938. And that's the World News Roundup for Monday, April 5th. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings early and ad-free on Wondery Plus. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. It was the biggest scandal in pop music. The stars of Milli Vanilli, the Grammy-winning multi-platinum R&B phenomenon, were exposed as frauds. But none of this was their idea. So whose idea was it? Enter German music producer Frank Varian. He saw the success of acts like Michael Jackson and Prince, and he wanted in, no matter the cost. So he devised the perfect pop heist. 
two once-in-a-lifetime talents who were charismatic, full of sex appeal, and phenomenal dancers. The only problem? They couldn't sing. But Frank knew just how to fix that. Wondery's new podcast, Blame It on the Fame, dives into one of pop music's greatest controversies and takes a never-before-heard look at the exploitation of two young Black artists. Millie Vanilli set the world on fire, but when the truth came out, Rob and Fab were the only ones who got burned. Looking back now, it's hard not to wonder, why did everyone blame them and not the man pulling the strings? Follow Blame It on the Fame, Millie Vanilli, on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Blame It on the Fame early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus.